0: you're listening to the volleyball by design podcast today we're going to talk about some of my favorite apps to use in our game both in practice as well as in in games um, and a couple other apps that i think you will find really beneficial to your coaching uh to your team etc so this is an episode you don't want to miss stay tuned the volleyball by design podcast what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 143 of the volleyball by design podcast how is everyone doing out there today another week of volleyball thank you so much for all my all my new listeners welcome my name is coach brian singh and i'm the host of the podcast and to my regular listeners as always you know much i appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode where the goal of each episode is to deliver value tangible things you can take back to your gym and apply right away and that's what i'm hoping to do today in another episode which i'm super excited about this episode um is i did an episode very basically very similar to this back almost three years ago in july of 2020 yeah it was july of 2020 it's episode three where i talked about my top volleyball apps that i use in our gym and i wanted to update that you know, I I do still use some of the same apps I used three years ago, but I definitely want to update it and give you guys some you know, some more twenty twenty three tools that you can use, as well as a couple other things that I have found you know important in my practice over the course using apps and technology and things like that. So Really, really cool. I think that it's uh it's valuable to to t- talk about these kind of things because at the end of the day, technology makes our job a lot easier and it makes it, it makes you more efficient. You know, I think that that's what it's all about becoming more efficient and, and helping your team win. You know, becoming a better coach, etc. Uh, but before we talk about that, I do want to shout out one of my colleagues, Coach Wayne Wilkins. Um, he I've had him on the pod before. Uh, he he was uh he was all we talked about you know creating championship programs and his success. Well, he was in the national championship game uh, last night and very fortunate enough to be the host of the national championship game. So we were playing, they were playing on his home court, and unfortunately they lost three zero to a very very good team out in BC. And I gotta say, like you know, I was watching that game. I, I was there and I was watching it. And there was a there was a couple of things that I noticed that I thought you know what I want I want to mention it on today's podcast because uh, it was it, w- it was good and, you know before I, I should I should congratulate uh, the Kamloops Chargers out in BC played a fantastic game they won three uh, zero they executed extremely well and unfortunately you know gave the loss to one of my colleagues who were representing our province at, at nationals and you know it was it was a great game. But let me just really quickly talk about a couple things before we get into this episode that I think is is important to note. And I was going to do an entire episode on this, but there's only a few hand, hand few or a handful of things that I want to mention. Let's talk about the first. So with this game, I've always said it comes down to passing and serving. And I you listen to me t- talk about it all the time, the best serving and passing teams win. And last night at a national championship game, the best serving and passing team won. Now, I don't know the stats. uh, I don't know the the, the full stats, but just watching that game, you know, Camison was unbelievable from the serving line. They rarely committed serving errors, and they were serving tough. And they were putting uh, Humber, which is the team that lost, they were putting them out of system quite a bit. They got a lot of aces. And, you know, it, it really puts a puts you in a tough position to win if, if you can't, you know, get an in-system ball to your setter. And then when things like that, when that starts happening, right, momentum shifts, the flow of the game is tough when you're not passing in-system. And then errors start happening because you start trying to do a lot of things that to get yourself out of that rut. And, you know, you start committing unforced hitting errors and things like that. And it was a display and mind you and then when when Humber went up to serve they weren't consistent from the serving line they they had some they had some good moments don't get me wrong because they definitely are talented but it was you know you you made one serve you committed an error you know you made one serve you committed an error and it was just it was it was unfortunate that happened in the national finals but that 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 shows you know serving and passing even at the highest level, still pays dividends. And then, don't get me wrong. We we obviously know the attacking and and the block defense and things like that. You know, Camison passed really well as well. Like, you know, Humber got some serve. They got some service aces. It's not like they didn't. Uh, but Camison was was a bit more in system than they were. So that was the big the big note is the serving and passing. The second thing was, uh with the the unforced errors. You know, that's it's tough. And th- this comes with experience too. If you're if you're committing a lot of unforced errors, you're going to put yourself in a tough position to win. You you could catch up, but it's tough versus a team that's not committing errors. You know, like when Humber scored, they scored. You know, when they they scored, they scored. But uh, unfortunately, it was it was the hitting errors. Right when they tried to, get, they got it back. They they committed an error. So unforced errors really that was the the second big point of that game. And then the third one was, and I would say both teams were pretty equal in this regard. But execution and system. You know, Humber had a fantastic front court system with their their middles running different lanes and left sides jamming their lane, creating the one-on-ones. And Camiston did the exact same thing. Very, very talented uh, systems, run a really fast tempo right side. And uh, you could see the skill level of Camiston's outside hitters and pin hitters. The ability to swing over a big block, by the way, Humber had a huge block and they were able to swing off hands. They found the seam. So, just that skill. Kemison had a left side that was six feet. You know, playing at the national championship, having a six foot left side is, as, as a starter, that was really, that was probably one of the more impressive things because it, it gives hope to. If you're a coach listening to this and you have a, you know, you're, you're a college team or university team, you have a six foot player and you're like, well, that's an undersized player. Yes, it is an undersized player. But. At the national championship level, on, on a big stage, that player did did pretty well, I would say, and he held his own. So you know, height. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not saying if you have you know a six 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 seven hitter, height doesn't matter. Height does matter, but you could still do a lot of damage as an undersized left side if you are if you have the skill set to do that. So just a couple you know a couple a couple notes here, just some some pointers that I noticed that you know. And if you were if you're listening to this and you were at that game. I'm sure you, you saw some of the same stuff I was talking about, and you know what was really impressive though. Regardless, both teams, and you know my my colleague Wayne, he he coached the game really well. He called his he, his timeout management was was really good. He called his timeouts when he needed to. Uh, you know he 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 made it. He made the subs. He made the right sub when he needed to as well to try to get guy like get guys that could you know try to produce and convert for him. Um, and one thing about you know this is a national championship. They went down swinging. They there was no. Giving, they were n- never gave up. They played like they were winning that match, even though um, they were down by a lot of points in some cases. So that was, that was That's that's a testament to good coaching staff, good culture, and, and good, like, really, really good competitive nature on that side. And Camiston, just again, I, I, unfortunately, you know, for Humber's case, they were just very well skilled. They didn't commit very, very few errors. They committed over three sets, and they 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 outplayed them. And it, it is what it is. National finals, you know, uh, unfortunately. And, and considering the, the, the atmosphere, the atmosphere was extremely loud and and, and obviously it's it's a, it's a home crowd. You know, they're going to be really rowdy and loud, but Camson did a great job. So yeah, so that was that. If you were there, you know, and if, if you were there, I hope you enjoyed the game. And, and thanks for coming up and saying hi to me for many of you that were there and uh, I saw I got to connect with, so that was really cool. All right, let's talk about some apps here. Let's talk about the top apps right now that you can use as a volleyball coach to help you get better in the gym. Have your team get better, et cetera. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna start with a couple, well, two of them. Two of them that I don't I don't think you many of you might be be like, what do you mean? Volleyball apps, volleyball technology? I'm sure many of you have heard of this thing called Chat GPT. And what ChatGPT is, if you don't know, it's artificial intelligent intelligence at its finest. So it's an idea that you can go to this chat GPT, create an account, and you could type, you could chat with this artificial intelligence and ask them questions, anything, any question, and they'll be able to spit out an answer. And it's to a point where you could say, Hey, I need the code. I need like computer programming code to do this task. And it will spit out the code to that task. You know, you need, you need a list of ideas. I need, give me top 20 ideas for a book cover. And it'll give you top 20 ideas for a book cover. Give me top 20 things for a song name. Or I need an essay on, you know, my position on whether I think this, whatever it is. And they'll spit out an essay for you. It is artificial intelligence at its finest. And what's really interesting about these artificial intelligence, this has been around for a while, by the way, but now it's becoming to the more forefront. Like I'm even more aware of it now, is the learned behavior, it will learn. It starting to start learning what you what what you like, what you dislike, what you like to do, and alert. It it learns every time it talks to you, and it can give you more and more of what you want. And the technology that's going to come out eventually, people are saying that eventually they're going to be able to, you're going to be able to have them, you know, book hotel stays for you, book flights, you know, do like be an assistant. Uh, and copywriters are right now, you know, not not necessarily worried, but they're they're going to be competing against these kind of AI technology. Now here's the reason I bring it up to you guys. There is an AI website called character.ai. Okay. And what this website is, is it emulates talking to a famous person of some sort. Okay. So there's Elon Musk, there's Mark Zuckerberg, and there's also coaches, famous coaches. And what this AI does is it has composed, you know, it knows all the interviews, all the sayings, it's here, it's heard these coaches speak and has and has compiled a list of responses that this coach would these coaches would say. So I had a conversation with Bill Belichick, you know, football coach, one of the best football coaches of all time. And I wanted to see what Bill Belichick had to say about certain things. And you should try this out. I was blown away by some of the responses that I got from the, from, from Coach Belichick. It was unbelievable. Just like I, I would ask him things like, what's your best coaching advice? And he would spit out saying things like, well, one of the things that has made me successful is always having a plan B. Never being married to an ideal or a play. Be flexible and creative you know, being able to adjust on the fly and take advantage of your opponent's weaknesses. And he even gave me examples of how he did that. That is, and I'm sure in some interview, in some way he's mentioned this before, but the AI has compiled it to what he would respond respond by saying. Isn't that amazing to be able to pick this coach's brain without really picking his brain? Obviously, it's, you know, it's obviously made up, but it's reflective of what he would naturally say, you know? And I would, i asked him like, what was your, what was your greatest struggle as a coach? And then one of the things he said was having different personalities and egos in an NFL team. And he went in by talking about how he managed those egos. Like, wouldn't that be interesting information for you to know how Coach Bill Belichick managed egos? And I know it's artificial intelligence. I know you might be saying, but it's not really him. But this AI is a reflection of all of it's—it's—it's like an identity of everything is compiled of what Bill Belichick has said in the past. So. Isn't that that's, that, that's that's really cool, in my opinion. You know, anyways, I, I, I went into the conversation a little bit more, and you know what was really cool? This is where it got scary. So having uh, going, I'm, I'm, I went down this rabbit hole, right? I, and I spoke to I spoke to, I, I, I talked to Socrates, you know, a famous philosopher, and hearing what Socrates had to say to some of my questions about volleyball, it was really cool. But what was really scary about this is when I was communicating with this artificial Belichick, i i made a joke but i made it in a way where like it was you couldn't just pick up it was a joke like yes it was a joke in the conversation um and he said lol like he knew it was a joke that was scary i was like how did he know this was a joke and he was like lol and he was like oh that's a good one i'm like that's a good one so he knew and i didn't say i i didn't I didn't, like, with my words, like, I didn't have any, like, exclamation marks or LOL after it saying where you can, or a smiley face where you know it's a joke. It was in my, it was more like sarcasm in my text, but the artificial intelligence picked up on the sarcasm. So, it's just pretty scary and what AI is, is is going at, but this is going to be, I mean, for you coaches out there, try it out. It's really fun, and it's, it's quite interesting, and I actually... I kid you not. I picked up a couple ideas from chatting with these AIs about my volleyball program, because again, it's it's compiled information from all the interviews, anything anything he's spoken, written about. It's in there, and uh, it's pretty much somewhat representative of his, of his response. Obviously not completely accurate, but it it'll, it'll definitely give you a couple of ideas to do, to go by. So, anyways, there is my Chat GPT and Character AI uh, story for you. So try it out. It's actually a lot of fun. Alright, let's um let's continue to do more tangible things that I'm using in my, my gym. And I want to start with the stats. Like, what do I use to take stats? So I use two different things to take stats in practice, and I use another thing to take stats in a game. So, what I use to take stats in practice is this thing called volleyball stat. It's completely free, by the way. And it's a It's a stat software that you could use in games as well. I don't like to use it in games because it's not as intuitive as the one I use, but this one is really cool to use in practice because many of you have been listening to the podcast for a while know that I'm all about measurable feedback and I'm all about tangible things where our our athletes can, you know, performance indicators, that's a better way of putting it, performance indicators. So one of the things that we use is we, we assess and measure our athletes' passing in practice, which many of you know. So I... We'll have an assistant coach and when our passers are doing passing drills, they'll be grading them on the side and they'll be doing that using this volleyball stat app. And they'll be able to get a good, at the end of it, they'll click on the summary and they'll be able to filter the data based on serve receive. And that's amazing to do. So you can do this with passing. You can do this with attacking, blocking, whatever you want to stat. Use that app, and then you, when it comes to the reports, you can isolate the report based on what you would like to see, and give that athlete that measurable, tangible feedback. And it's a very, it's a, it's a really good performance indicator for your athlete, so that they can, you know. Have something to measure their performance by you know, day after day, week after week, month after month over the course of a season, and that really will skyrocket your development in the gym um, as well as your program. Now, the one that I use for games is called iStat V-Ball 2. This is very, very. It's so intuitive. It's so user friendly. Now the new they do have a newer version called iStat VBall Three. I'm still on the second one because uh, that's the one that I, I I'm familiar with and I, I really enjoy using that one. Uh, but you know iStat VBall Three, I'm sure is, is fine. I I know coaches that use it, and it's a really cool very again really easy user interface to to punch in and you can punch in the stats very simply it's 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 much easier to use than the volleyball stat one everything is laid out very nice and neatly so check that one out it gives you pretty good stats at the excuse me stats at the end that you can use and you know things like that um the other one i'll mention is one that i don't use but i know it's used by a lot of pro teams um, and that's called data volley so, the thing with Data Volley is it's very, very good. Don't get me wrong. Another stat software. The only thing with Data Volley is you have to have someone who knows how to program in Data Volley. And that is not very many people. So, not a lot. So, when you see a lot of people use computers on the bench during a game, they're probably coding with Data Volley. And again, you have to know. You have to have that knowledge to do it. And I don't have anyone on my staff that knows how to even, I don't even know how to do it. So you have to have a, a coder or a programmer or somebody who's, who's very familiar with data volley. And there's there's not very many people that are. So uh, if, you, if you are interested in learning to code in data volley, then that's something I think you should get into because there is a demand for uh, someone like yourself if you're interested in doing that. So yeah, so those are the those are the ones you can use for stats during games. Let's let's transition to more um, non-stat related stuff. Uh, one thing that I use in my gym, and I use in a lot of my presentations. If any of you have came onto any of my workshop or presentations, you may notice that I use a volleyball clipboard, and it's a clipboard app that um, really neatly organizes plays, I can draw plays. So I don't have to draw it, up, draw it up on a physical clipboard, I draw it up on my app, and it's so cool. It's called CoachBoard. And CoachBoard is, uh, it's literally a, a volleyball clipboard. You can position players anywhere you want along the board. You can draw on the board. You can add balls in and pylons and all these cool things. And so really, it's so much of a better, um, way of or like of drawing up plays or, or drawing anything on a clipboard volleyball related than if you were to use just regular, you know, uh, like, a, like a like those regular clipboards you draw like with the dry erase marker. Uh, this one is, is, is so much better. I absolutely love it. Uh, different colors, different things like that. And it's very, very intuitive. Uh, players love it. I, every coach that I know loves using it. Um, and it's really good. And I'm not a, and by the way, for all of these, I am no, I'm not an affiliate for anyone. So I don't get any money or commission for all these. This is just the ones that I use and the ones that I know are, are are really worth it uh, one thing I will add about the coach board app I am now I know many of you may say I already said this before and it should be out right now but I'm in the process of developing an app of my own which is going to be a combination of a coach a coach board and a stat app so if you are a user of coach board and you, you, you know how you can move players wherever you want on the board but imagine if you were able to move the players on the board as well as take the stats of those players based on that. So the app that I'm developing, the reason it hasn't been launched yet is because uh, a developer that I had that was working on it with me uh, ended up quitting because they got a better job and they just couldn't, they didn't have the time to dedicate to me. So I was kind of stuck with a half done app and I don't know how to code in Swift. So I had to find someone to take on the project with me. And it's a lot of, uh, long story short, the app is going to be, you can move players on the court and then you can tap on them and take their stats. And we'll start off by doing passing, for example. So imagine being able to move players around the board and then take the stat on top of that. So it's a practice app. It's not going to be for games because you're gonna have the, like the iStat is is more specific for games. This is more like ability to do stuff in practice that that's really cool. So I'm in the process of working on that. Just stay tuned. When when I am ready, 100 to launch it, you'll 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 definitely know about it because it'll be all over this podcast. That's for sure. Um, but that's a really cool one that I'm looking forward to, you know, putting forth. All right. So let's talk about some. Other video stuff here now video feedback is very important in our game and you want to make sure that we have that video feedback that especially in practice where players can see themselves on video get that feedback and then go in and try to fix it or get better at whatever skill they're working on so I use an app called Coach's Eye but Coach's Eye is not available anymore and I I don't know why something happened with Coach's Eye I think they, they created something else so you want to look for a video delay app okay or a video analysis app, or some sort. Um, there's a couple that I'll, I'll mention. One is called BAM Video. So it's called BAM Video Delay. All right, that's one. And the other one's called Dartfish. And basically, the, the point of these video apps is so that you can film your player, execute a skill, have them come back, and you can slow it down for them, and draw. you can either draw on the screen and show them like, so let's say, that, let's say someone's trying to hit. Well, you can film them hit, they can come back and watch the video of them hit, but you can draw on the screen. You could slow it down. You can zoom in. You can do a lot of cool things, as opposed to just like a regular video recording it with your phone and then coming back and watching it playback. This is enables you to like speed up, slow down. Um, you, you can draw. Like I said, you could draw in and draw circles, draw shapes, whatever. And and it's also really cool because with some of these apps, you can have it on like a video delay where. You record the player doing the skill and then they come back to a screen and then it replays instantly so they can see themselves right away. So that's really cool, that video replay app, um, or, re, or rather the video replay software. So you, there's a lot of them out there. So I, I looked them up, you know, BAM, bam video delay, Dartfish, those were just a couple ones. But I think that there's, there's definitely value in having that video delay in your practice so that you can really isolate and develop your player's skills. All right, let's move on to some video when it comes to games now. So we talked about how to take stats during a game and which ones to use. But there are a couple video softwares that I believe are essential for a program. Now, before I I became a college coach, I didn't didn't even know some of these existed. And I want to explain what it is first. So video breakdown software, okay, video breakdown software, I think is just as important as, I don't wanna say practice, but it's pretty much as important as practice because the level of feedback that this can give you outweighs a lot of things. So let me explain what this does. So when you have a game, okay, when you have a game and you film this game, many people will upload the film onto YouTube, okay? And then we will watch back the game, and you, when you're looking at, let's say you're trying to look at a player and see how they did, you have to go through the entire game to see clips of that player. And you'll have to like fast forward, you gotta skip ahead, then you watch the next rally, then you skip ahead and you have to fast forward, and you, you know how it is when you watch a game like that's like an hour and a half long. It, it takes some time to, to watch the game. So what video breakdown software does? Is It takes the vo- the volleyball game and it tags each action and creates clips based on each rally. So let me give you an example. The score is 0-0. Zero, zero. Someone serves the ball. It tags that as number six served the ball. Someone passes the ball. It tags it as number three passes the ball. Number four sets the ball. It tags it as number four sets the ball. Number 12 kills. They tag it as number 12 kills. So in that volleyball sequence, that volleyball rally, every single touch was tagged in the video system software. So here's what's really cool about this. You can go back now when everything's been tagged and you can filter out volleyball clips based on what you want to see. So for example, if you wanted to see... Your players serve, receive only. You wanted to see how well your players passed in that match. Well, you would go to your software. You would punch in your team. You would click on serve, receive, and you would press play. And guess what happens? It just shows you the clips where you are passing the volleyball. So at every clip... Every single clip is a view in Serve Receive. So you don't have to filter through the entire video, the entire match, just to see every time you guys Serve Receive. So you can even go back and check your stats to see if you took the stats right. You can do a lot of cool things with this software. Imagine you're a player, okay? And you want to just see the video where you were involved in. Well, you would just click on the team name, click on the player, And then it will only show you those clips that that player was involved in. How about we take it further? How about you wanted to see a specific player and their ability to pass? Well, you click on the team name, click on the player, and then you click on serve, receive. And now it will only show you clips where that player was serve, receiving was in, was passing the ball. Can you imagine how much more intentional this video session and feedback is versus the time it will take to go through an entire match, spread this across an entire tournament. We're talking hours you're getting back from your life by having this video feedback. This, it's called a video breakdown software. So the, I spent a bit of time explaining this because it's, it is pricey. I will say that. But if you can fundraise, you can find a budget, this takes player development to a whole other level. It also takes scouting other teams to a whole other level. Guess what you can do now? If you are playing another team and you have film on them and this film has been broken down, you could just filter in. Let's say you wanted to look at their serving tendencies. You could go to the app. You could type in. You could swatch their team and you can go serve. And it will only show you clips of the players serving, and you—it gets better. You can even go by player. So, like their team, this particular player only serving, and you can go and see. This is the player that, you like, this is the, their best server, and you can just just see the clips of this person serving and start noticing tendencies, start noticing any kind of tendency of him serving or her serving or where they like to serve to. You now imagine your preparation for this game. How much more accurate and how much more prepared your players will be. So there's so much benefit to video when it comes to video breakdown software that I think you absolutely should figure out a way to budget for this if you can. Um, one is using it and two is knowing how to use it. So I'll give you a couple. One is called Volumetrics. Okay, Volumetrics is definitely the high, one of the highest paying ones, I think. It's very, very, it's expensive, I'm not gonna lie. It's a couple thousand dollars for a season, all right? There's, there's no doubt about that. It's pretty expensive. Um, it's just really, really cool to, to have. Um, there is Huddle, okay? Huddle is, is owned by Volleymetrics, by the way, or, or Huddle owns Volleymetrics, actually. Um, that's a very popular one in the U.S. and Canada. And like I said, it is, again, very, very, very good to use. Um, it. There's one called, it's called Huddle, that's the, that's the company, and then Huddle Assist is the breakdown software, but like I said, it's extremely, extremely good to use. Um, I, the pri- again, the price is I think a couple thousand dollars, or actually, I lied, so I, I'm on Huddle's website right now, and for high school and college, um, it is 800 a team or $1,150 a team, um, and that's just for your games, so that, it's eight hundred a team. So, and this is so if you put eight hundred a team, it's a twenty-four hour turnaround where you submit your game and then they'll break it down for you and submit it back to you. Okay, so that's eight hundred a team. Um, if you want to do your games and you want to scout games and do like someone else as well, it's fourteen hundred dollars a team for that twenty-four hour turnaround. So, if you could fundraise eight hundred bucks. Or factor that into your team fees. What is that? An extra seventy-five dollars a player potentially? I think it is super worth it, like without a doubt. Okay, so definitely look into doing that. Um, yeah, I, I can't even stress enough how how valuable that is to to have done. Okay, so that's um that's Hutteless's, Uh So it's actually less than a couple thousand. It's literally right under right under a thousand bucks. So that's something you could absolutely factor into your budgeting. Uh, VidSwap is another one. Uh, VidSwap, I'm not sure the price of VidSwap, but I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be right around there. And you can look for other ones. Just look up, vo- just look up video breakdown. You can, look, you can look at volleyball video breakdown and see what comes up. Uh, I'm typing it in as I see right now. I want to see if there's any more that I missed. Um, yeah, Huddle. What else we have? Yeah, those are the big ones. Quick Cut, or yeah, Quick Cut is another one. I remember seeing them. Um, let's see what their price is. I th- I want to say, yeah, it's, uh, so, oh, they have $300, $300 annual subscription. And that is a certain amount of hours of storage you can do. But anyways, go look them up. There's a lot out there. Okay. There it is. A lot, a lot out there. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, I have a couple more I want to talk about. What about software? What about apps for your communication? Well, the simplest one is WhatsApp or Telegram, those are the two that I've been, I've, Team Snap is another one I know teams use, but WhatsApp is very simple, Telegram is very simple, create a group conversation, and I, and this is something that I just wanna throw in there because every team has a group chat of some sort. Whatever it is, make sure you have one. That's really it, whatever it is, make sure you have one, all right? Okay, um, I have YouTube on here, YouTube or a Google Classroom. What I like to sit, do is, you know, it, have a place where you can upload film. Like not game film, because you're gonna have these video softwares for game film. But if you don't use these video softwares, then yeah, a YouTube or a Google Classroom is good where you can upload film to a central location where every player and coach has access to it. YouTube is easy. You can you you can put it on an unlisted file, make make it like an unlisted video and then create a playlist and have everyone get the link to it. So everyone has access to the playlist. That's a really free easy, free way of getting around it. Um, and then a Google Classroom you probably got to pay for that but that's another way you can use to just upload it into the classroom and it's like a feed you can upload the video there you can chat there as well so it's a lot it's, it's it's good too all right um the the last one sometimes um I'm going to close with this one not really software per se but one thing that I recommend coaches doing a lot of times is when you're giving instruction when you're, when you're teaching something you know for the very first time and you want to get that, that across to your players. I recommend investing in a, in a wireless mic, one of those ones that you can connect to your cell phone. There's a bunch of them out there, by the way. Just look up. You can literally type in wireless mic for cell phone, and you'll find a bunch. And I recommend filming yourself in practice, teaching your team whatever you're teaching them and then uploading that to a unlisted YouTube file or, or, or uploading it to wherever you upload your videos where it's just your team. So they can always go back and use that as a reference. Because one thing that I found in my coaching practice is when you teach something in practice, players will forget and they need to hear it more than once. And you're, it's, you're not going to reteach it every practice. So film it. Upload it somewhere where only you guys have access to it so your players can go back and use it as a reference. That will help you and pay dividends down the road because then everyone will be on the same page. Because if they were unclear about anything that you taught in that practice, they can go back and watch that video and get caught up. It's just like school. You know, when you have access to the video lesson after the actual in-class lesson, that extra added resource will help significantly help people retain and understand what was taught in that class. Well, we want to take the same philosophy and apply it to volleyball so that you guys are all on the same page. So really recommend you doing that. That will help down the road, especially when it comes to having everyone be on the same page. Alright, so let's just do a really quick recap. We have ChatGPT and character.ai, which is the artificial intelligence that we talked about. Play with it, have fun with it. You never know what the answers they can give you. It might even spark some ideas for you when it comes to you know you having a problem in this sport. Volleyball stat is the one that I used in practice. iStat Vball 2 is what I used when it comes to games. Coach Board is the volleyball clipboard that I use on my iPad. Data Volley is the really, really, really good stat that you need to be know how to program in order to do that. Um, video analysis software such as BAM Video Delay, Dartfish, um, these are the ones that are really good. You can, again, just look up Video Delay uh, and that will tell you. Uh, Volumetrics, Huddle and VidSwap Those are the video breakdown softwares that I use So definitely look at that The pricing, I gave you guys some pricing Really, really recommend getting into those ones Those ones are solid And I know it's there's a, it's a hefty price But you split it up with the cost of your team It's well worth it, I promise you uh, WhatsApp or Telegram Which I'm sure many of you guys use anyways YouTube or a Google Classroom, basically a central place where you're going to upload film so that your team has access to it. And then the last thing I mentioned was, you know, miking yourself up again, Google a wireless mic for your phone anytime you're delivering some kind of instruction to your team because your team needs, many players are going to need that secondary, um, that secondary listen just to get that, you know, further understanding of the topic, That re- re- just retaining that information. And as a teacher, I can tell you, when I deliver a lesson, or as a coach too, I can tell you, when I deliver a lesson for the first time, it may resonate with half the team, and half the team will need to hear it again or be reminded or get reinforced with constant feedback. Well, this helps, you know, mitigate that, that gap and will, will definitely help your players learn this stuff a lot faster and retain it a lot faster. All right. That's it for me. Um, The one other thing I'll add to that is uh, inside DVA, I have a lot of live trainings on a lot of the stuff that I use and how to use it and how to tactically use it because this this software is great. But if you if you don't know how to use it efficiently, um, you won't get as much out of it. So if you're a DVA member, head on over to the Coaches Blueprint and check out the live trainings that I have where I talk about these things. And if you're not a DVA member and you'd like to be one and get access to all these live trainings and so much more, um, head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com and and uh, just get more information there. And if you don't know what it is, Digital Volleyball Academy is my signature mentorship program for coaches where I get a chance to dive into live training and Q&A and, and really provide them with a coaching mentorship experience to take the coaches to the next. Level. We've had thousands of coaches gone through DVA. We still have hundreds that are in DVA, getting results. It's an amazing place to be if you're looking for that mentorship and and that group of people that are going along the same journey as you are. Um, DVA is 100% the place for you to get that. So head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com to get more information. And that's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Volleyball By Design podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Take care. All right. Cue the music.